Hi guys, yes it's Dean Holness at Everything Football again. I'm here today with Kathy Brown. Kathy, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? You okay? I'm good. Introduce yourself and tell us what it is you do. So, well, I did uh, box professionally for 10 years. I was the second woman to get a professional licence in the UK. And I got the British and the European title. And I got ranked number three in, in the world. And now I coach boxing. I do strength and conditioning. And I'm also a qualified cognitive behavioural therapist. How long was you a, a boxer for? Um, I kickboxed for six years before I got my professional licence and then I got my professional licence in 1998, uh, which was unheard of for women to be professional boxers back then. And then I retired in 2008, so just short of 10 years. What was your nickname? <laughs> I see, I knew you were going to ask me that one. So my nickname was <laughs> The Bitch. <laughs> the reasoning for that was because women's boxing wasn't taken very seriously back in 1998. So we needed something which was going to be quite controversial, quite hard-hitting for the media. So then the media would stand up and pay attention, who's this woman who calls herself the bitch? Uh, and it worked. So I got loads of media coverage, I got loads of TV coverage, and which my aim for that was to put a platform for female boxing up there so it encouraged more women to come through. Also, me and my trainer decided that, obviously, I'm quite nice outside the ring, like an angel. But actually, if you look at my website and <laughs> see some of my fighting videos, I'm not particularly very nice. So it was kind of that contrast between, you know, but it wouldn't melt to then, I'm, I'm going to take your head off. Yes. So, yes, it was that beautiful contrast. <laughs> That's a good idea. My, that definitely went for me. I was just called Dean Holness. <laughs> so you now do training and also you do mind, body and soul. Where do you work at the moment? So I work at a gym called The Third Space and I've been here for 15 years. It's right in the heart of Soho. It's perfect for me for clients. It's a perfect place for me. With what I'm doing, I'm doing a lot of empowering women workshops and seminars at the moment, using my past life experience, why I got into boxing, the sexism I face through boxing, and also my knowledge of cognitive behaviour therapy and sports psychology to help women and men, obviously, because I've got a lot of male clients, to just project themselves on a more empowering path in life and to, to find happiness and be more positive about what they're doing. People come to you from all walks of life, not just sport. General businessmen or businesswomen to try and improve their life. Yeah, I mean, I've got quite a lot of clients, people who are quite high-powered, and people are just generally finding difficulty coping with life in general, whether it be stress, anxiety, maybe they're just very angry, and they use boxing and training to help them be more strong inside with the confidence, self-esteem, just feeling better about themselves. I think a, you know, there's a lot of reports being done and, and scientific reports being done about the strong connection between a positive mind to a strong and positive body, etc. So you, if you're working out in your training, then you're going to have a more positive mindset, you're going to be more relaxed, you're going to be releasing serotonin, and it, it's very good for mental health issues. And I think a lot of people are scared to talk about mental health issues because it's deemed as um, being problematic yeah. and everyone's quite embarrassed. Especially in the football world, you don't do Yeah, I mean, you know, with me, with boxing, when I retired, I, got, I hit really bad depression because I sort of dedicated 10 years of my life to boxing and all of a sudden I had to stop because of um, neural damage in my neck. So that caused me to hit depression. I didn't go to a boxing show for five years because I'd, I'd get really angry with other people that they could still fight and I wasn't allowed to anymore. 
so yes, it's sort of dealing with things like that made me realise that coming out of a sport that you've dedicated your life to can have some severe mental consequences unless you actually deal with them and talk about them. That's a, one of the issues that I'm dealing with at the moment with the PFA is talking about mental issues um, in football and how a lot of footballers when they're retiring, how they deal with it. How did you deal with it? What sort of things did you do to help you deal with retiring from boxing? Well, I didn't at first because um, I didn't know how to uh, and I had no guidance when I retired from boxing of, of what to do next. I was quite lucky in the fact that I, I was a trained personal trainer so I still had work to do. So I wasn't just thrown into the, the wilderness with no qualifications. Obviously, I, I was a qualified personal trainer, so I, I advanced on that and I actually threw myself into getting myself to be a better person by studying cognitive behaviour therapy and sports psychology because then it made me understand what I was going through. If you can understand what you're going through, you can then deal with it. A lot of people just feel, oh, just try and block stuff out when, they, when they're trying to deal with anything, anything mental health issues. But I want to embrace it and find out what it was all about, why I was suffering, and actually how I could heal myself. So that's one of the main things that kept my head above water and actually carry on training rather than just stop like a lot of sportsmen and stop training. Because, so is that yeah. something you would advise a sports person? I would suggest they carry on training, obviously not as intense because they're not a professional athlete anymore, but actually find maybe something slightly different that they enjoy doing that's still going to release that serotonin Maybe try a few things in sport which you haven't tried before to see if you can get a good feeling out of it. Because no matter what we do, whether it's cycling, walking, weight training, boxing, football, you know, any athletics, as long as you find something that you enjoy doing, I would you know carry on doing it. If you just stop and stop training, then you stop releasing all the serotonin that you, your body's been used to for so many years that obviously naturally you are going to get depressed and you're going to feel down and you're going to be like, lethargic and you're going to have you know, not much motivation to do other things in life. So it is really important that you carry on training. Tape it down so, yeah, maybe you know, three, four times a week and doing something, even yoga or yeah. something, if you but enjoy keep, doing keep it. Keep doing something. Keep and, doing and it's something. Be something you love. So what does the future hold for Kathy? <laughs> So I'm working on doing empowerment workshops for people and seminars because I think a lot of people don't know how to get develop inner resilience and actually a lot of men especially find it very hard to talk about any mental health issues they have and the fact that they might feel depressed or down or stressed or angry and I think if, if people open up more about it and are quite free speaking about it then they can be helped to learn how to manage it better. So with the empowerment workshops, I'll talk about obviously things I've been through in life, why I got into boxing, uh, my battle through sexism and boxing, and obviously my life that I'm in now. Obviously, life is just shit sometimes, yeah. and you know I, I acknowledge yeah. that. And it's if I hadn't had boxing, I wouldn't have had that inner resilience to deal with a lot of things that life has thrown at me. And it's educating people about how much sport can educate your inner resilience to be able to tackle everyday life issues and also be stronger in sport as well and rather than just thinking it's just a physical thing mentally I honestly believe you know 80% of what you achieve in life is to do with your mental attitude on whether it be sport or life so I'm developing these workshops and seminars to help other people uh, working with a few magazines um, obviously doing it at the third space gym as well and going around different companies etc so it's quite exciting.
Uh-huh. Well, thank you very much, Kathy, for coming on the show. Another handshake. Um, if you want to catch Kathy, as I say, she is at the Third Space Gym. You can also catch her on her website, which is www.kathybrown.co.uk and Kathy is with a C, not a K. Nice and easy. You said it a lot better than I would, and I'm not going to argue with you. Um, there was life lessons in today's interview, which is great for everybody to listen to if you're young or you're old and you're going through any sort of struggles. There was a few lessons uh, taught by Kathy here. So listen in again, where we will be interviewing Saji Burton, an ex-footballer. Thanks, guys. Bye.